Welcome back, Student at the Game Podcast. Once again, thank you all for tuning in. All right, so today's Christmas movie that we're going to be talking about is called A Chestnut. It's called A Chestnut Family Christmas, okay? I saw this movie on the OWN Network, O-W-N, that's Oprah Winfrey's network. And um, I was just flipping through the channels and stuff, and I'm like, oh. I, you know, I thought it was Hallmark Channel or something. I'm like, oh, they show Christmas movies on OWN Network, right? I, did, I had no idea. And I also found out this year that they show Christmas movies on Lifetime Channel. And these are not just movies that are like your traditional Christmas movies. No, these are movies that the network that they that they produced. So that really threw me off guard because I'm so used to going to Hallmark. That's normally like like if the if if my if I don't see any Christmas movies on TNT or AMC or something like that, I go straight to Hallmark Channel, which is channel twenty four for me. I don't know if we'll, I don't know what it is for you. But anyways this movie here, man, is a good movie. Now, I'm going to tell you something. When I first saw A Chestnut Family Christmas, I'm not going to lie. I, I thought this movie here, I thought this was a Morris Chestnut movie or like a, or more like a, um, a Christmas special with Morris Chestnut with him and his family. I literally thought that's what it was. My wife is a big Morris Chestnut fan. I am a Morris Chestnut fan. I've been a Morris Chestnut fan since uh, Boys in the Hood. Um, he started the show with Dwayne Martin and Patti LaBelle and Vivica A. Fox called All All Night. A lot of y'all don't know about that. Go Google that. That is a very good show, people. Very good show. Very underrated. It had like two seasons, I think. But anyways, this show, this movie here has nothing to do with Morris Chestnut. All right. Um... Here's a little, here's a brief synopsis of the movie. It's about a talented pastry chef accidentally commits to hosting her family for the holidays. She poses as the wealthy homeowner in order to impress them. Everything is fine until everyone's secrets are exposed and relationships begin to unravel. Man, I know we've seen plots like that in shows and movies every year for eat for for all types of holidays but this one here it was pretty I, it was pretty unique to me because i think what it was is that because a lot of times when i get ready to watch a movie i hit the info button and i say i say man let me see who stars in this movie and i must say i am not familiar with any of the actors in this movie but i will tell you this i think the actors in this movie and the actresses in this film did a very, very good job. They all clearly understood the assignment. I mean, very, very good. I'm not going to say it was perfect, but guess what? I was impressed. I was quite impressed. And after watching this movie, I'm like, the talent in this movie, they should be in more movies, in more shows, okay? Um, let's see. Um, let me read off um, the cast members in here. Okay, the star of the movie, her name is Megan Holder. She stars as Nina Chestnut, okay? No relation to Morris, all right? Well, they didn't say that in the movie, okay? And Brad James, he he plays Malcolm Butler. Not Malcolm, but, but Malcolm Butler, who used to play for the New England Patriots, who intercepted the, the pass at the one-yard line where Russell Wilson should have clearly handed the ball off the beast mode. Ugh. Sorry, y'all. Sorry, y'all. Had a little flashback. Why didn't he just get a ball to him, man? Did Sierra tell him to do that? I don't know. But anyways, let's talk about the movie. Brad James, he plays Malcolm Butler. Now, these two, when you hit the info button, these two names pop up. But I have not seen anything that they that these two people have been in, all right? Now, the other cast members, their names didn't even pop up when you hit the info button. Can't even find them on Wikipedia, but I'm going get, get, to give you their names. The other um, character um, actor's name is Jamie Kalika. He plays Kyle Chestnut. Um, there's Clark Jerome Wilson. He plays Jason Chestnut. There's Callista Wilson. 
I wonder if they're related. She plays Rogue Chestnut. Rogue, people, just like Rogue, like Gambit's Rogue in the X-Men. You know what I'm saying? All right, um, Janae Amogan stars as Nessa. Catherine Burden as Miss Jones. Brandon Carrera as Larry. Madison Graves as Mary. Madison, that's such a beautiful name. My daughter's name is Madison. Bobby Daniels as Raymond. And Deanna Jarvis as Raina Marshall. Okay, um... This movie here, like, seriously, though, I gave the synopsis of the movie, but let me tell you something, man. This movie here is about, like, hey, man, you know, you, you don't have to lie to kick it. You know what I'm saying? And it shows you, you know, when you lie to others, and most importantly, when you lie to, when you make it a habit of lying to yourself, you're going to find yourself in a whirlwind of trouble and chaos and stuff. You know what I'm saying? You really are. You really are like you take, um, you know, Nina Chestnut, you know, the main character, Nina, you know, so she's like I say, she's a pastry chef and she has a um, she's living in with this with this rich family and stuff. The rich family, they go on vacation and stuff, but they allow Nina to stay there at home. Now, Nina, here's the thing. Every year, um, her family, they have Christmas. They, they get together for the holidays and normally she don't she. She cringes just the thought of going. And normally her brother hosts it, but this time her brother, he's going through a divorce and everything, and he's not able to do it, all right? So they call her, and they ask her to see if she can host it at her house because the house that she lives at, she never told them that she's a live-in chef. You know, they still believe that she's in law school. Now, I forgot how many years, but they believe that, matter of fact, they no, she passed, she graduated from law school, but they pretty much believe that she is a lawyer. She used to be a lawyer, but she is no longer a lawyer anymore, right? So, you know, they end up coming over and stuff, and what happens is, you have three siblings, you know, the sister, Megan, she's the, she's the middle child, um, Kyle is the oldest, and Jason is the youngest. All three of them, you know, they're not honest with each other. They all lying to each other, you know. Um, Jason, he's lying about why he's not pursuing his dream to become an NBA player. You have Kyle, he's lying about how good he's doing as far as him accumulating wealth and stuff like that, how his finances are. And you got Nina, she's lying about her career in this house, you know. And it's just all a mess. But one of the more more touching scenes of it was when um when Nina, when she was talking to her niece, her niece is about to graduate high school and her dad wants her to be a lawyer like him, but what she want, what she aspires to be is a um, she wants to be an artist. She can draw real good, brilliant work. Okay, but she sees she sees that her aunt is living this lavish lifestyle, and she's like, "Well, I'm gonna just go ahead and become a lawyer because I can't get anything like this. I can't do anything like this on a you know with my little bitty art, you know my little art and stuff, my little drawings, and." That right there, that was uh, what would you call it? That's a to me, that was like a, a come to Jesus moment right there. You know what I'm saying? It's like that's when um, Nina was like, you know what? Listen, pursue your dreams, okay? Pursue your dreams. Do what makes you happy, you know. And I'm a firm believer in that. Long as it's not something illegal, you know what I'm saying? Because you want to be happy with whatever it is that you do. At least find some form of happiness, you know. And that's the thing. She couldn't fake the funk with her niece and and a lot of times it's it's hard to do that 
you know, you know, that's the beauty of, of with kids and, and the younger and having like nieces and nephews and sons and daughters and little cousins and stuff like that, you know, is that, you know, you can, you know, when, when you see them potentially on the path of maybe making a mistake that you made or a mistake that you are that you are continuing to make, you tend to think, man, you know what? I don't want this kid to be to make the same mistake I did, you know, so you pursue your goals, pursue your dreams. But unfortunately, as human beings, we tend to not follow our own advice, you know, and that's and that's something that's big that goes on in this movie. Another um big subplot to this movie, you have Nina, her and Malcolm, Malcolm Butler. Once again, not Malcolm Butler for the New England Patriots who picked off Russell Wilson at the one when Russ should have handed the ball off to Beast Mode. Ah! I'm sorry, y'all. You got to bear with me. Seahawks fan right here. But anyways, we should have had that. We would have beat Tom Brady, too. But anyways, um, of course, at first, I didn't like this dude's character because his name is Malcolm Butler. So you know what I think about when, I, when he says that. I'm not going to repeat that again. But anyways, you know, Malcolm, he has a girlfriend that he's been steady with. And him and Nina, they are real good friends. They're, best, they're like best friends since college and stuff, right? And... Their relationship kind of reminded me of if you ever watched the movie Love and Basketball, Quincy and Monica. It's like it seems like they was dating a little bit, but then it's like they just became they're just friends. They just friends. No labels. You know what I'm saying? And stuff like that. But it's like they see other people. But it's like when they they always end up being friends, even though they it's obvious that they have it's obvious that they have feelings for each other. Right. So anyways, he pretends to be her fiance what's crazy about this though is that it's like right before it's like a week before christmas i'm like wow and i'm like and that's one another thing that drew me to this movie i'm like how in the hell is he gonna pull this off and he's has and he has a girlfriend you know you know this is a holiday where you spend time with your significant other so how is this gonna work but anyways um for some reason, it ends up working for a few days and stuff, but then it got to the point where it was too much for her and Malcolm Butler, not the same Malcolm Butler who picked off Russell Wilson, you know, ah, he he kept trying to tell, he kept telling her, hey man, you need to be honest with your family, you need to be honest with your family. Then it got to the point where she was like, yeah, but when you going to be honest to your girlfriend, you know what I'm saying? And that's the thing, you have a lot of people in this movie, you know, everyone except except for the... For the um for Rogue, you know what I'm saying? Except for her. Everyone else got great advice for everyone else for, for that's not themselves. You know, they're giving out great advice, but they're that they are not using. You know what I'm saying? And they're faking it and stuff. But Rogue, she was the only one that was true. And it's one of those things, it's like, man, it's like you know, it's amazing in a movie filled with grown-ups, and I'm not sure how old the young lady is who is playing Rogue, but her character is, I guess she's like 16 or 17 years old, high school junior or senior. She's about the most realest one on, on in this movie, you know, as far as like being honest with herself, with as far as her character goes. And I thought that was pretty amazing, you know, because who would think, you know, in a room full of adults that, the child is the one that is that is the most honest one that's living his or her truth, you know. And when you got a bunch of adults, you know, they scared to share their feelings. Now, I get it in life, man. It's hard to share your feelings, especially when you have a situation where it's like, hey, 
You try to be vulnerable with somebody. All it takes is for them for one time to give them to give you a certain look or a certain verbal response or physical response to you to the point where it's like you're not going to tell him or her anything anymore. You know, but you had too many people faking the funk on this It's one thing to not share intimate details or your business with people. That's understandable. You got to be careful with that. You got to protect it. But it's like when it's causing you a lot of trouble and other people's trouble and stuff and problems and stuff. And it's it, it it becomes uncontrollable. And which is which goes back to where when Nina, she explained to her niece, Rogue, hey, listen. She's pretty much telling her, hey, don't do what I'm doing. You know what I'm saying? Pursue your dream. Pursue your goal. And I think one of the most pivotal points of the, in the movie, and it's amazing, it occurred like midway through the movie, where um, she finally became honest with her with her two brothers. And, you know, she says, I'm not a lawyer. She says, you know, I'm a, I'm a chef. I'm a baker. She say, excuse me, I love baking. I understand it's not it's not good enough for y'all. Sorry that I wasn't a, a, a all-American athlete and I wasn't the this top notch lawyer and stuff. And and the amazing thing about it though, her brothers, they both looked at each other, then they looked at her and they said, Hey they said, Hey, you, you didn't have to lie to us, you know? And I, and I thought they took it very, very well, you know, because they were like, Listen, that's something that that, that we both know that you always Love doing things for others. That seemed to always make you happy. You know, we envy that. We didn't understand it, but that seemed like that was always something that brought you joy. Baking and cooking for others. Like, you could just come up with these these awesome, these special recipes. And you do this, and you would do it, and you had no problem. You didn't complain about it. You do it to make others happy, you know? And I thought that was cool, too. That was real cool. And it was like... We already acknowledge your talent and stuff. You know what I'm saying? That's that's something that you love, you know, but that was letting her know, hey, you don't got to fake it on that. And I thought that was a good thing, you know, because a lot of times you never know how that situation is going to play out. And then also you find out that their their mom died when they were younger and then their dad raised them. And she, she felt like the only time her dad gave her attention was when he she was doing something great. So she had the pressure on her to become to be just great at everything and try best not to fail to please her dad and stuff. And her dad is not living. And that's and that's one of those things like as a parent, you know, me and my wife, we have four kids. And it's like you think about it. It's like as a parent, of course, you want to outlive your children. But whenever you are gone to glory, you want your children to be able to unite and still continue to keep the legacy going, you know, build relationships and trust, you know, and just keep it going, you know, continue to love and everything like that as a family should, you know, and man, that was one of those scenes. I'm like, you know what, if their parents are looking down at them, I bet you their parents are smiling because I know I would, me and my wife would be smiling at our children if they had that situation where all three of them, they opened up to each other and then that brings them back together, you know? And and that's a and that's a big important thing when it comes to holidays, man. Bringing family together, communicating, whether if it's via phone, um, Skype, Zoom, FaceTime, whatever, man. You could write a letter, text, whatever. However it is, you and your family communicate. And I thought that was brilliant, man. I, I you know, this movie here. I mean, it's not no big, big, big time movie. Like I say, there's no A-listers on here, but I think. 
the, the actors and actresses in this movie have some potential to become A-listers. I was very, very impressed, man. The cast, I mean, it's, like I say, it's a real good movie, real good, sharp movie, you know. And the, the, here's the thing about when you're watching the OWN Network, like, when I'm watching the movie, I'm like, man, this is real good quality. This is some real good stuff, you know, you know, some good family stuff. But then when it goes to commercial commercials, it's a bunch of raunchiness and stuff. And I'm like, oh, man, this who would have thought that uh, this movie like this, a good family holiday movie like this would be on this channel. And they showing these commercials. You know what I'm saying? That didn't fit me personally. I feel like if you're showing a family oriented movie, your commercials should be family oriented related. You know what I'm saying? That's my personal belief. But anyways. Thank God I have a DVR where I can fast forward them jokers, right? But, and then you have Malcolm Butler. Malcolm Butler, not the same one who picked off Russell Wilson at the one-yard line. But anyways, this dude here, he goes, you know, he finally tells the truth to his girlfriend and stuff. She seems to take it well. They didn't spend a whole lot of time on her reaction on it. Matter of fact, we didn't get to see her initial reaction. And then they seem like they're going to work it out. But then next thing you know it, yeah. Yeah, he tells her, he pretty much says that he told her, hey, listen, I can't be with you. Um, I'm not in love with you like that. You know, that that was me lying to myself. So that's why I'm like, man, another casualty of someone lying to themselves, you know. You know, and that's the thing about life, man. It's it's so easy to see other people make mistakes and say he or she should do this and do that. But then when we look at ourselves, it's like, man, it's hard to do that. You know what I'm saying? It's hard to do that. But with this movie here, I appreciate the humanity of the movie because the humanity in this movie showed, exposed the hu the humility that each character had in this movie, you know. And I thought that was a cool thing to see, you know. And it was, and it was more in a good a good heart spirited way and stuff, you know. Like it wasn't perfect, but it's like. To me, it was realistic, and that's what I enjoyed about this movie. Um, scale to 1 to 10, as far as holiday movies, getting the assignment right, I'm going to give this movie a 9. It's a 9 to me, man. I love it. Um, it's a predominantly black cast. Um, a lot of times, like I say, I'm a big fan of watching Hallmark movies, but a lot of times, as far as representation, as far as like different ethnicities, you don't really see too many of those. Now, they have become better with that, and the thing about it is, you know, I, I'm a I'm a very I'm I'm a diverse person. I like a little bit of everything, you know, and I do understand that no matter what ethnicity you are, man, a lot of us go through the same problems. They just have different titles on it. We go through the same problems. We go through problems where like if you're a child, you trying to you struggle to try to uh please your parents and that's no matter how old you are you know if you're a parent you struggle with trying to raise kids no matter what ethnicity you are and stuff so it's always good to see some good diverse storylines not just as far as the the color of your skin as far as like problems you know different diverse group of problems that people go through through the holidays because i believe almost everybody no matter what your gender no matter what your ethnicity what background you come from you know you know there's pressure on the holidays you know what i'm saying no matter how big or small your house is or car you have or whatever you know you know it's always that pressure because you want family to come and have a great time, you know, and you don't want nobody to be like, man, it sucked going, man, I don't like spending holidays at your house, it sucked, man, you didn't, you didn't do this, you didn't do that, but, uh, yeah, on a scale of 1 to 10, I get a movie a 9, 
I liked it. I really enjoyed it. It's a real good holiday movie. Um, it's a movie that you can sit down with the family and you can kick back and watch or whatever. Or, you know, while you're opening presents or while you're eating, you can have that movie on. It's a good movie to play in the background. All right. But um, that's going to conclude this episode here of our student of Christmas movies podcast. Once again, thank you all for tuning in. And hey, check out a chestnut family Christmas. It's still, I believe it's on on demand on the own network. If you can't catch it on on demand, just hit your DVR, hit that DVR, type in your, in your DVR. And I think it's been, it's been coming on probably like at least every other day, you know? So check that out. Real good movie. Thank y'all for tuning in. Student of the game podcast. Peace out.